What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, DJs, it is Wednesday, February 14th. The 49ers were not prepared for overtime, or maybe they were. Shaq's numbers retired again, and we're going to bet NBA and NHL. I'm Mad Max, joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, it is Valentine's Day, so if you're a DJ and you're listening right now, it's the first thing in the morning, you still have time to run out and get flowers or a box of chocolate or something for your significant other, so... We got you. We got you covered. Valentine's Day. That is today. Go get some shit for your special lady friend. Did you do something for Lady Max? Uh, it's weird that you call her that. I mean, I guess, I guess you've got you've got kitten. Like, I, my, my wife's name is Erin. It's fine. We can we call it, like I, I don't mind. I think my wife's name is Erin. Uh, it's a very uh, typical Irish name. Um, yeah, I mean, so uh, I did. I, I got her some stuff. Um, Valentine's not Valentine's Day, not a big thing around here, you know. So we don't go all out. Um, but I, you know, I, I got her. I ordered her a nice box of chocolates from like a you know a well-known uh, chocolate place. So so she's got that, and I got her a couple other things. And then uh, this Saturday, I will take her out to dinner. Uh, so we don't go out on Valentine's Day because it's a madhouse and it's crazy. And you know, take her to a nice restaurant on Saturday. So that's the plans. How about Kitten? What do you what are you doing there? Um, you know, my work schedule makes dinner not really a possibility. So we'll do a lunch, and if it's busy, so be it. But we'll we'll go out for lunch. But um, uh, so everybody knows I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We have a minor league baseball team, the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, and they were running a special where you could get two tickets to any game flowers and cookies delivered by Johnny Appleseed, Tin Cap, whatever, the mascot. Um, so Johnny Appleseed's going to be making an appearance uh, at work today. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. You know, one, one of my bigger regrets is, you know, when, when I uh, got married many, 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 many years ago, it's 15, 15 years, almost 15 years. Uh, this it, I got married in 2009. So, yeah. Almost 15 years ago, um, me and my wife, our, our, our song that we walked out to was Meet the Mets, you know, 
And my biggest regret was not hiring Mr. Met to be there. Like, I, I, I really, like, I really should have had Mr. Met come out because that would have been amazing. So that's cool, man. Mascots are awesome, by the way. Like, I, th- I, I, honestly, I think the dudes, dudes and ladies that that dress up as mascots, good for you because, a, like, fucking hot as hot as hell in there, right? I mean, oh, <laughs> you're yeah. dying in there. You're fucking dying in there. And two, you bring lots of entertainment and joy to boys and girls out there, but also uh, to adults when you bring them cookies and flowers. So that, that's pretty neat. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Met. Yeah, my kids love me, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Met when they go to the games, taking pictures of them. So that's a, it's always a blast. Uh, Philly Fanatic, hard to say, not not the best mascot ever. I mean, if uh, like it irks me to say, you know, it irks me to say that as a Mets rival, fan. right? Yeah, you know, but. Shit, Philly fanatic, got to be the best one. What, what uh, best mascot to you, Panther? Who, who do you think is the best mascot? Uh, I'm, I'm sadly, um, growing up in Ohio, went to school at Ohio State. It's really not to think that it's not Brutus. Not even the Fighting Irish guy, the little fucking. No, little... they're lame. <laughs> get rid of him. No, just no. <laughs> Oh man, NBA doesn't have, I guess, a lot of great mascots. Uh, I can think of like uh, I don't that know that lion. Uh, I don't even know what his name is with the luggets, which makes no fucking sense. Um, but uh, dude, he's he's doing stuff in the stands, on the floor. Like he's really entertaining. Uh, you didn't acknowledge saying the Hornet guy. Okay, I guess Hornet guy, pretty good. Um, I guess the Timberwolves have one, right? Um, oh, yeah, extra saying the, yeah. Yeah, the Nuggets mascot's name is Rocky. Uh, I guess the yeah. wolf for the Timberwolves. I like, I, you know, uh, the Jazz, the Jazz, ha- I, I remember the Jazz have some kind of, is he a wolf as well? Is everyone just a wolf? Like, just have, seriously, like, think of some of these teams' names. They can't really have mascots. I mean, the Brooklyn Nets, they have a mascot, but what the fuck? It's not a basketball net. The New York Knicks, like the fucking Miami Heat. I mean, they've got mascots, but they don't even fight, make fucking sense, you know? The Lakers. A lot of, which is They're really weird. The Lakers because, girls, like, I guess. The NFL, I don't even think they really do mascots. But I'm just thinking, if it was the 49ers, right, just have to be a, a rich woman, and just she could be the gold digger. That's a, there you go. Sorry, that, 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 <laughs> yeah, I see. I see what you did there. We're, we're gonna actually talk about the 49ers and the Magic. Funny enough, there you go, X Chris. We're gonna talk about both. But let's start off with the 49ers and their apparent lack of preparation for the overtime rules or the new overtime rules for the playoffs. Now, I, listen, um, I was kind of aware of these rules, but um, I I can't. I gotta admit that like. I had a brain fart until the moment. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do remember that is how they changed it. And the, it's basically the Josh Allen rule. I remember you were very upset, uh, right, that Josh Allen did not have a chance against the Chiefs a couple years back to touch the ball in overtime because the Chiefs went down, Wait. scored a touchdown, end the game. I remember that. I remember that episode. You were very upset. And even before that, when Patrick Mahomes didn't get to have touch the ball against Tom Brady. So here you go. Uh, they changed the rules. So even if you score a touchdown in overtime, the other team still gets the ball, a chance to do it. Uh, so uh, change the rules. Uh, and, and 49ers 
players have come out recently to say that they were not prepared for that. Now, Shanahan, he has, I won't say come to, I, I think he fucking, like, actually dug himself, like, uh, deeper in what he said. He said they were prepared for that. He said he talked to uh, the coaches, not the players. He talked to the coaches ahead of, of the game. And when it went to overtime, he, he, he said he reminded the coaches to go talk to the players. And so Brock Purdy said, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarterback's coach did give him a heads up about the, the rules. But, like, it seemed like most of the players had no idea what was going on with the overtime. So they elect to take the 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 ball first, score the field goal, you know, without, like, understanding that, you know, that that it, does, it didn't matter. Like, you know, they, they didn't have to take the ball first. They were guaranteed to get the ball no matter what. And so, um, anyway, I, I, I don't think I don't think it would have mattered, honestly. I, I get the idea. It's like, oh, you got to see what the other team does first. It's like, I, I don't know. You get the ball, you score, right? <laughs> I mean, you do what you can. Uh, the defense stopped you, period. You had to settle for a field goal. You would have had to settle for a field goal if you got the ball second, maybe. I don't know. But it just seems that lack of preparation here of kind of a black eye for Shanahan. Now Shanahan is not known for his overall head coaching ability. He is known for his offensive uh, prowess, his offensive understanding, his offensive preparation, but he's also known for blowing a lot of fucking leads. And could it be his lack of attention to detail or his lack of thought of things like this? That is actually, I don't know, maybe a, a, a warning sign, a bad sign for this guy. Um, I, he's not getting fired, but like, what? What's this? Is two Super Bowls he's he's whiffed on, and I mean, um, I, uh, you you hear stuff like this, you get a little worried, right, Panther? Um, yes and no. You get a little worried. It, it it's not a good look that it comes out that your players or maybe even some of your coaches aren't prepared for that, or you didn't think that thing through. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's some miscommunication. I think I think a, there's a little bit of truth in, in all of it. But, you know, let's remember, Shanahan, as far as coaches go, he's young. He's been a coach for a long time. He's been an offensive coordinator for a long time. He's been to the big game. This is his third Super Bowl, second as a head coach. He also got there as an offensive coordinator. He's never won. But in your failures, there's a lot of learning. Let's remember, Andy Reid never won a Super Bowl until he got to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, it, it takes a long time sometimes to learn some of these things. Um, I, I, I think Shanahan is a great offensive coach. He's done more with mediocre quarterbacks than probably anybody in the league. Um, and I, I think they'll be fine. And, yeah, it's a bad look, but I, look, you're not getting rid of him. I don't know who the hell you'd get to replace him because he's, he's been a great coach, uh, but it's just a learning curve of you, sometimes you just don't think of everything. And it just appears that maybe this one got slipped through the cracks. Yeah. That's why I'm actually a big fan. And again, it, it takes someone that is got less of an ego to do this. I'm a big fan of bringing in assistant head coaches. And now these guys are hopefully that got guaranteed contracts for a few years, so it doesn't matter. 
So you're not like worried about a threat, but like I kind of like what Seattle did bring in Leslie Frazier as assistant head coach, right? Um, a guy that can focus in on all of the details. So almost like, a, you know, imagine like the head coach is the CEO. He's the visionary. He's the one that wants the, the vision, the strategy for the uh, team. And then the assistant head coach becomes like the chief operating officer. He's the one that's like his eyes on everything, making sure that shit is functioning, like giving a heads up to the CEO is like, hey, remember this or hey, uh, we got this happening and so forth. Like, um, shit, I mean, I'm a big fan of what Sean McVay does. Sean McVay just got a guy that follows him around the field and pulls him out of the way. <laughs> Sean McVay is so focused on the field that he was constantly bumping into people. So he's got a guy that just trails him and like moves him out of the way. Just it's pull, I pull back on the reins. You know, it's it's identifying weaknesses and addressing them with good personnel. And I think maybe someone like Shanahan, who is such an offensive visionary, might not have a full grasp of all the little details that are happening in a game. Um, and I'm reminded I'm I'm reminded of what Tom Brady said also about like preparation, preparation, preparation. And then day of the game, it's a, a little different with a head coach. You know. But it seems like maybe throughout the week, um, he needs another, like a number two, who who does number two work for, um, helping him with those details throughout the week as well. Well, I will say this. The league would make it easier on everybody if the rules didn't change. It's the only fucking league I can think of where they play by a different set of rules in the playoffs than they do for the regular season. You don't see that in the NBA. You don't see in Major League Baseball. The rules are the rules. The NFL needs to get their shit together and stop worrying about how much time we use in overtime in the regular season and let the rules be the rules. And then you probably wouldn't have these kind of hiccups. Yeah, I mean, this is where you and I will disagree. Okay, so I agree with you in principle of, yeah, the changing of the rules is fucking annoying. Um, Hockey does it too, though. Right, there's no shootouts in 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 the playoffs. They keep playing, so I mean, it does. Hockey does it as well. Hockey does change the rules in the playoffs compared to the regular season, and a lot of this is player longevity. A lot of this is you know uh, player durability, uh, injuries, and so forth. Uh, so I I do actually get it, um, but I mean, this is a rule that seems could be applied in uh, the regular season and the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Each team guaranteed to get the ball at, le- yeah, at least once. You know, first team goes down and scores a touchdown. Well, puts pressure on the second team to score a touchdown. Right. They don't score a touchdown, then game over. Done. Fine. I, to me, that it, so they do score a touchdown, great. The other team gets the ball back. Next, next, next one to win. You know, a little caveat to the rule. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you're aware of this. If on the first drive, like the team receiving the ball, Gets a safety, game over. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it should be because. <laughs> um, so, again, like, I agree with you in principle. It's just I, I do I do worry about the player safety, especially with them trying to increase the number of games and so forth and the injuries that we do see and the impact on all of this and not guaranteed contracts in the NFL. Like, I'm I'm definitely more pro player in this than fucking the, the, the money – you know, grabbing owners and fucking uh, league office people taking from TV fucking money and throwing things on Peacock whenever the fuck they want to, you know? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, 
We'll see. We'll see how Shanahan bounces back. We'll see how his team bounces back. Uh, this is a, a team to, uh, you know, fear coming into next season. Uh, on Friday, we're going to do kind of a look, look ahead at the NFL season because we don't have NBA to talk about. So Friday, we'll talk a little bit of NFL and, and look at um, the Athletic put out their rankings for next year. So we'll, we'll dissect into that. We'll see where the 49ers fall in that. Uh, quick story before we take a break. Let's talk about the Orlando Magic, uh, and more specifically Shaquille O'Neal, who had his number retired uh, by the Orlando Magic. And uh, this is the third time Shaq has actually had his number retired. Uh, the Lakers did it. The Heat did it. Now, of course, uh, Shaq started his career with Orlando. He played the first four seasons there and then went on to play eight seasons with the Lakers, winning uh, several championships there. Uh, played four seasons with the Heat, won a championship there. Played a couple seasons with the Suns, uh, one season with the Cavs with LeBron. Funny enough. Uh, and then a forgettable season with the Celtics. Though it wasn't forgettable for me because I actually got to see Shaq play live in Boston in a game wearing Celtics green. I have a picture on my phone at the time. See, it was 12 years ago. It was was kind of pixelated. Now I probably get like a full high def shot from him or you know anywhere on the court. Uh, but here you go, Shaquille O'Neal, number retired for the Orlando Magic. You like that or no? Uh, no, I don't. Um. He was drafted by the Magic, played, I don't know what he played, four, it's four. six it's years? Four. It's four, four he, years for the Magic, just, yeah. So he just did his rookie contract. They did make, I believe they made the Eastern Conference Finals twice, losing to the Bulls both times. Made it to, um, made it to the championship as well, lost to the Rockets. No, he, yes. they, they actually did play in the finals and lost to uh, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon and the Rockets. That was yeah. oh, the year that Jordan Michael came back. He, well, he came back. Yeah, middle of the season. He was wearing number 45. The, they they bounced him out of the playoffs, and then they went to the finals and, and got swept by the uh, Rockets. Yeah, I, Four years, though. Like, really? Four years is long enough to get your number retired? I mean, I get it. Orlando's got uh, – what do they got? Penny Hardaway, Jack, and nothing. Uh, he's the first player they've ever retired. Like, honestly, so – Penny would he, make more sense to me. I don't know. Penny wasn't even there that long either. I thought he was there longer than Shaq, but I don't know. I mean, when you say Shaquille O'Neal, does the magic even register? Like, it's he was a Laker and he was with Miami. So those were the two, the two teams. I know he was with Orlando. I was a kid when he was, or, I, you know, I was graduating high school when he got drafted. My dad walks in with his card. He's like, who's Shaquille O'Neal? Like he had no fucking clue. Um, yeah, I get it. I, th- I think they want to hang something in the rafters, but honestly, I don't like it. And Shaq's not known as as a legendary Orlando Magic player. I, I'm not a fan of this. Uh, you know, saying isn't Shaq like big in Orlando neighborhood? He's a sheriff or some shit. Is that Orlando? I I, I know it's in Florida. I know it's somewhere in yeah, Florida. It's in Florida. I, yeah. I don't know. If Orlando. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe he likes to uh, uh, police Disneyland. I don't know. Um, and he is the Papa in Papa John's right now. That's right. Uh, he's he invested in that. Uh, Penny Hardaway, by the way, played six years with the Orlando Magic from '93 to '99. Went on to the Phoenix Suns for five seasons, and the New York Knicks for a couple seasons, the Miami Heat for a year, and uh, that's how he ended. So I remember. I remember Penny Hardaway on the Knicks. That was that was. Sad, sad times. Um, I, yeah, so here's my thing. 
I I don't necessarily like Shaquille O'Neal's number being retired by the Orlando Magic, yet he is the best player in Orlando Magic history. And No <laughs> argument. And if they're going to do something, if they're going to retire someone, then it is him. Um, I don't know. Four seasons does. It seems like a little too little. But Miami did it. Miami retired his number, but he won a title there, you know. Um, yeah, I, I don't love it, but I understand it. And congrats to him. Um, he is one of the best players of all time. And if he took things more seriously, and if he took his conditioning more seriously, we would be, we, I, honestly, I think we'd be talking about him as the greatest of all time. I, I, I shit you not. I shit you not that I think if Shaquille actually fucking gave more of a damn about his career and and showing up and being in shape and like really take like taking care of himself um putting in putting in the time putting in the efforts to practice like like Kobe did Kobe was a fucking he was just practicing all the goddamn time if Shaquille O'Neal did the same thing I I'd be hard pressed to say that Shaq doesn't like almost go toe to toe with like Russell in the amount of championships he could have won He's gonna be in the convers. He's gonna be in the conversation. I mean, he's in the things- conversation, but he could be the Mount Rushmore. He could have been yeah. one of the greatest of all time. But just, to me, it's like, yeah, dominant player that just wasn't quite living up. <laughs> he's a great player, but I, in, in my mind, no one could stop him. No, no one could stop him. Like he was just unstoppable, and like Wilt Chamberlain esque unstoppable, and just didn't like put in enough effort to be the best. Well, I completely agree. I think there are two things that stand out with Shaq's game. One, his cardio. You didn't really see him sprinting up and down the floor, chasing, you know, plays to swap. I mean, say what you will about LeBron, we, and we do, but the guy is great at trailing plays and blocking shots from the backside. Um, you know, Shaq could increase his cardio, and the biggest knock on him, his free throw shooting. I mean, he was abysmal. He was totally. with that yeah. like Shaq. With that length, you're halfway to the rim. How can you not make it? <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. So, okay, uh, O'Neal is now the third NBA player uh, to have his number retired by three teams. And that doesn't include Bill Russell because his uh, number six is retired league-wide. Uh, first player to be honored was Wilt Chamberlain, number 13 retired by the Lakers, Warriors, and Sixers. And then uh, Pistol Pete Maravich. Uh, was retired by the Atlanta Hawks and uh, the Utah Jazz. So I guess that is that was two teams retired. Um, and then uh, the Jazz were still in New Orleans for most of marriages. So his number seven is also retired by the Pelicans. Okay, so that's why. So the Hawks, the Jazz, and the New Orleans Pelicans have retired P- Pistol Pizza number. So uh, interesting. There you go. Shaq uh, making history to, there. Do the Pelicans hang a Maravich? Pelicans jersey, I, rights like it's not a jazz <laughs> that jersey. Makes, that's that's that weird. Makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> God damn. All right, long long opening. Let's take a quick break after that. NBA, lots of NBA, so much NBA, a little bit of NHL. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're. Once again, being brought to you by my bookie. 
But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Uh, back with you, possibly never even left. Okay, Sex Panther, so much NBA today because we do have the All-Star break looming upon us very shortly. So what are we starting off with? Uh, I, I'm ready for the All-Star break because the NBA right now is just kicking me in the teeth. I have, I've been dog shit this week. But like a true degenerate, we'll keep firing shots. Let's start off with the Atlanta Hawks going to Charlotte take on the Hornets based on retiring jerseys, the way they're doing them. LaMelo could probably have his jersey hung next year. Um, best player ever to play in Charlotte, I guess. Atlanta at the Hornets. I hate the Hornets. I don't care if I keep saying they're the worst team in the NBA and they prove me wrong. They're still one of the worst teams in the NBA. I don't love the Hawks, but I hate the Hornets. Give me the Hawks minus six and a half or ten bucks. Throwing some shade at Alonzo Mourning, uh, Larry Johnson, uh, Chris Paul. Grandma. Chris Paul, right? I mean, dude, I barely remember that. When was that? Uh, actually, no, I'm wrong because they were already He's in New, New Orleans. Orleans. He was New, he was New Orleans yeah, Hornets. He, he was, was he New never Orleans he Orleans never Orleans. actually played in Charlotte. You're totally right. There's New Orleans Hornets, and then um, yeah, never mind. Uh, take that back. Okay, um, man, this this is a this is a game. I'm gonna lean Atlanta in. Uh, Charlotte did show up. They got Grant Williams in that trade, and Grant Williams actually played some big fucking minutes for the Hornets and led them to a win last time out. Ain't going to be two in a row. I'm going to lean the Hawks here. All right, next game up, the Chicago Bulls going to Cleveland. A little black and blue division action going on here. Um, you know, I almost want to just call this like the Cubs versus the Indians just to get everybody psyched up for baseball. I'm ready for baseball season. Uh, but, alas, we have the Bulls and the Cavs. The Bulls. I think they can limp their way into the play-in game, but they have not been very good on the road. The Cavs have been dominant at home. Vegas seems to think they're going to dominate. I just feel like nine and a half is way too many points. I want the Bulls plus the points for 10 bucks. 
not that I planted a flag, but you got to download and listen to every single episode. You remember I said a few weeks back that, hey, the the Eastern Conference looks pretty much set uh, with the 10 teams that are going to make the playoffs. I mean, the Brooklyn Nets still have a chance of of knocking out Atlanta or Chicago. But, you know, right now they're two and a half games back from Atlanta. Um, Chicago might be the team that, that kind of fades, especially with Zach Levine out. But it's I'm I'm so hard pressed to still not like this team. Even without Zach Levine, uh, like how are they not better than they are? It just it astounds me. It really does astound me that this Bulls team is as bad as they are. Um, but I don't think that they're losing by nine and a half to Cleveland. I mean, I I like Cleveland a lot. I bet I bet on Cleveland last time out, and they they straight up lost. Cleveland's a very, very good team. Um, actually, no, they, yeah, Cleveland lost. Yeah, Cleveland lost last time out. Yeah, it wasn't even a, a bad cover. They just fucking lost. Um, I, I'm going to lean the Bulls here. I think it's just too many points. Next game up, I found my trap of the day. This one stinks to high heaven. The Indiana Pacers are going to Toronto. The rebuilding Raptors are pretty decent at home. But this Pacer team, you know, some of the moves that they made, bringing in Siakam, like, I like them a lot. I think this is a, a very dangerous team. You know, get the rhythm going, get everybody playing the minutes and the spots that they want to. I, I like this Pacer team. Three and a half just seems off. I feel like it should be closer to a touchdown. It's a trap. It's, it's stinky. It's smelly. It's something. Give me the Pacers minus three and a half for 10 bucks. I think that's the key. I think you the, you know, you hit the nail on the head. It's just getting a rhythm. Um, they they still have not looked consistently good with Siakam out there. You know, so maybe they're adjusting. Maybe he's still learning some stuff. Um, you know, remember the Clippers? The Clippers when they first got James Harden, we were like, oh my god, this is a fucking train wreck. And then it's like, oh no, the Clippers are gonna win the fucking title now. Um, I yeah, I I think I like this addition. I like Siakam on the Pacers, but we haven't seen it pay off just yet. Um, yeah. And for today, like, man, I like Indiana in a lean. I, I I'm finding today, like kind of hard to bet, I, but I think we're, we've leaned all three, like, right. I think we've, we've pretty much been on the same side of the games, uh, leaning wise so far. Um, I'll lean the Pacers here. All right. Last game up. I might get more than just moral support. The San Antonio Spurs are going to Dallas, take on the new look Mavericks, another team that I absolutely love the moves they made at the trade deadline. Uh, Gafford had a great showing his first game out. Um, they got the young kid, Derek Lively, that they drafted. This is a really good team. Uh, Victor Wembanyama is not having another shot-blocking triple-double. It's not happening. Ten blocks in the game. It's fucking ridiculous. The guy is a monster. He's your rookie of the year. I love the kid, but they just don't have the offense to compete with a Luca and a Kyrie. I got to lay 10 and a half, but I think the Mavs get it done. Give me the Mavericks for 10 bucks. Yeah. I mean, after his last outing, you, you, you'd expect him to uh, show back up wearing that uh, latex man outfit from fucking American horror story. Like he did last time. I don't know where these guys get, get their fucking uh, wardrobes from, but Jesus Christ, that was, that was something. Uh, I love Dallas here. I'm betting them. So yeah, more than more support. I think Dallas, it's, it's a big line. But uh, I think they cover. What is it? We got ten and a half. Ten and a half, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think Dallas wins and covers this one. Dallas firing on all cylinders. I think they're poised to get out of the play-in uh, situation, get into the actual playoff 
picture out there in the West. So yeah, $10 bet on the Dallas Mavs. All right. Those are my four games. What else you bet on? Uh, only got one more. A team that's been making me money as of late. And uh, this is crazy. This is going to sound crazy. Golden State Warriors, one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now, have won five games in a row uh, hosting the Clippers today. And who's the fucking favorite? The Golden State Warriors. Who is Max betting? The Golden State Warriors. Watch out, league. Seriously, Kansas City, we buried them. They won the fucking title in the NBA. Uh, here comes the Warriors. Going to be a thorn in the Celtics side again, I bet. <laughs> $10 bet on the Warriors. I was really tempted. I, I like that play. I just, maybe on a money line, I really couldn't get to the three and a half. I think we got two and a half. This, we got two and a half. Oh, we got so two and a half. Go. I mean, hey, we'll see what hockey brings us if we want to throw that in. I'm okay with it, but you're right. The Warriors are playing incredible basketball right now. They're playing both the offense and defensive side. Draymond seems to claim his suspension was the renaissance that they needed, and they've been clicking kind of ever since. But, I mean, the old men, the wily veterans, it's not like they played all that hard in the first half anyway. So maybe they're putting everything they can right now to one final hurrah because who knows what happens in the offseason. I will lean the Golden State Warriors here. All right, X Chris, uh, his picks for the day. Hornets plus six and a half. Magic minus three. Raptors plus four. Jazz minus five. Says Jazz will destroy the Lakers. Magic will destroy the Knicks. Um, I, let's see. I kind of like the Lakers getting five and a half. Who's out for them? Someone's got to be out for the fucking Lakers. Uh, No, Davis and LeBron are both playing. Really? They're the only two. But the only two that's that matter. Fucking, that's fucking weird, then. I mean, Utah's good at home, but the Lakers should be favored there. Someone's someone's going to sit out there. So someone's out in that one. Uh, and then Magic and the Knicks. I think I think I liked. Yeah, I like the Knicks. Orlando minus three. Yeah. On a back to back after they got yeah. smacked around yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's head over to the ice. Only only three games on the board. I'm betting one of them, and I assume that we're on it, even though it stinks to all fucking high heaven. Uh, I'm on two of them. Let's see if this is the one. Florida is at Pittsburgh. Uh, I mean, Panthers been playing some pretty good hockey. They're great at home, decent enough on the road. Minus 125. Pittsburgh's had some games where they just they can't find the back of the net. They're really struggling to score. I like the Panthers here, minus 125 for 10 bucks. Yeah, me too. I'm just, why is it so fucking low? Don't like that at all. But yeah, I'm going to jump on board. I uh, love the Florida Panthers today. Uh, really making strides in, in the East there to uh, try to get one of those you know, top seeds. Uh, you know, lost to, uh, Boston lost last night. Ding, ding, ding. Hit that one uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning upsetting Boston. So uh, Florida bring up now. My, bring up my LA Kings while we're at it. Uh, let's not. Let's not. Let's also not bring up um, Astros. <laughs> uh, my uh, my flyer pick on the uh, Anaheim Ducks uh, against Montreal. Oops, uh, my bad. <laughs> so let's not bring up either of those games. And let's focus in on the positive. Uh, yeah, we fucked up there. Um, Florida again, like now four points behind Boston because of that loss. And I think they they uh, yeah I think they can get even closer today. So uh, ten dollar bet on the Panthers. One more game. Let's take a look at the Minnesota Wild going down to the desert, take on the Coyotes. You know, Coyotes 
just a 500 team. They're they're just a okay team, but they are markedly better at home. Minnesota, I, I they looked like there for a time they were going to get out of their funk, and it just they're back in it. Like this is a team I don't trust, especially on the road. So I get Arizona, who's good at home and a plus line. I gotta jump on it. Give me the Coyotes for ten bucks. Uh, both teams streaking right now. Uh, Minnesota, they've won three in a row. Arizona, they've lost six in a row. So uh, you're looking for one of those streaks to break today. And um, I mean, I, I, I'm i going to lean Minnesota in this. I don't love it at all. I'm going to lean Minnesota. I think they're playing better hockey as of late than Arizona, but I can't trust either team. They're, they're very, I won't say similar. I think Minnesota is the better team than Arizona. You know, but uh, I, I I can't trust them. I really can't trust them. So I'll lean the wild there. All right. Well, that'll do it for the hockey part of the show. All right. So we do have the Florida Panthers in the NHL over in the NBA. Uh, we bets the Mavericks. Uh, Mavericks together. And you gave me moral support on the Warriors on the uh, straight up money line, right? So, yeah, let's money line uh, that Let's one. money line the Warriors there. Uh, so we got uh, plus 485. Not bad. On this Valentine's Day Wednesday, Sex Panther, take us home. All right, let's get home. You guys know the deal. You got to join our Discord channel. Join the asylum. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, you're coming in here to chat about what you did yesterday, what you're betting on today, and when it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.